With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world, on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it. And tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yes, we have only just a minute, only 60 seconds. And it forced upon us. We can't refuse it. We didn't seek it. We didn't choose it. But it's up to us to use it. We must suffer. If we lose it, give account. If we abuse it, just a tiny little minute. But our eternities are wrapped up in it. And I'm grateful for another minute, another moment, another opportunity to be on with you, wherever you may be around the globe, to be able to share these ideas, healthy, wealthy and wise ideas with you to help you do more, be more and achieve more. And I'm grateful that I've gotten the opportunity or been blessed with the opportunity to share this with you. Well, for those who are just joining us, I'm Dr. Willie Jolly, and I'm honored for you to be part of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. I always start with that minute. God minute and it was written by Dr. Benjamin Mays who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor and I was honored to be able to learn and hear about that minute early on in my speaking business or my speaking career and adapted and adopted and have made it part of what I share with audiences that every minute is in powerfully important and that it only takes a minute. The minute you make a decision and move in a new direction, you change your life. You might not reach your destination in a minute, but you certainly can change your direction. So it only takes a minute to change your life. One of my books, and I'm glad for that minute. That called God's minute. And I take a moment first to tell you about that. Then I take a moment to give God some glory because I'm a man of faith. Like my dear friend, Zig Ziglar, who I was honored to replace when he passed away on the Get Motivated Tour. Zig was a dear man 
man, a great man, and a man of faith, and I too, that's I think what connected us to each other, uh, am a man of faith who believes that all things are working together for my good and that they are working for your good. You just got to give God some glory. So I do that every day. I thank him for life and strength. I thank him for everything that has been blessed my way. And then I know there's a, a part on it that God's going to do his part. I got to do my part. So he is my partner in this and we got to work uh, in our faith. And that's not be something you think about, talk about, but you got to act on. So I always take a moment to give God glory. And I'm thankful for all of you who have made this the number one show. It's not me. It's you who have made this the number one self-help show in America because you've shared it with your friends, your family, your co-workers, people in your network say you got to listen to the show, whether it's on radio or whether you listen on podcasts. We want you to listen and you have made it the popular show that it is. And I'm grateful for you. Continue to do that. Share it, like it, and tell people everywhere about it because you have helped others to grow their wealth and their success. I want to encourage you to go to winwithwilly.com and sign up for my newsletter. Everybody go to winwithwilly.com. Now, I take a moment also to shout out our sponsors and the fact that they have been so impactful in helping us. I give a shout out to Truist Bank, which is the new bank on the block, and they are a bank that merged between SunTrust and BB&T, and they are doing such great things in our community. They are really doing big and bold and great and grand things for people in the community to help them to grow their wealth. So check out Truist Bank. Also, I want to talk about the bed that I love. I love my bed. Y'all heard me talk about it. I love my bed. Nothing like a good night's sleep. And I have searched. I searched and I searched for years because I had uh, some back problems, a herniated disc in L5, and I was struggling with sleeping. And I went from one bed to another bed, and I thought I had the, the best, but they always let me down till I found the one and only Airpedic 800. It's an incredible bed. Airpedic 800. And it is the most incredible. My, my assistant every morning when we have our, our morning meetings, and I say, did I tell you I love my bed? She said, uh, yeah, you've told me that. So I'm telling everybody I love my bed. And I want to encourage you to go to Airpedic.com. Airpedic.com. Put in a code. If you're interested in getting a discount on your bed, go to airpedic.com and then put in WJ800, WJ800, so you can get a discount. Well, I am excited because I get a chance today to interview a world changer, an iconic uh, speaker, wealth creator, and world shaper. To millions of people around the globe, they know the name Bob Proctor is synonymous with success. He was a featured personality in the hugely successful movie, The Secret. And he is a superstar who has helped people around the globe to change their paradigms, to change their thinking, and to create wealth, to create sustainable wealth. His insights, inspirations, ideas, systems, and strategies are the tools that have helped countless lives to create multi-million dollar fortunes and start with nothing and create massive wealth. And so he is someone who has impacted people around the world. He's one of 
a world's, I was going to say America's, but one of the world's greatest wealth teachers. So I'm honored to have him on my show today, Bob Proctor. Bob, good to have you, my friend. Dr. Willie, it's a pleasure being here. Well, I'm so glad. Well, I gave a little bit. Why don't you tell everybody where you came from and how you got to go from where you were to where you are now. Just give us a little bit of background, where you were born, and then how your life uh, evolved. Well, I was born in uh, northern Ontario in Canada in a little place called Owen Sound, 20,000 population. There was 20,000 people there when I was born, and there's still 20,000 people there. (laughs) (laughs) One arrives, one leaves, I guess. Um, My mother moved us to Toronto during the Second World War. I was just a little guy. And um, we grew up in Toronto. And I was struggling. wouldn't go to school. I struggled up until I was 26. And I was fortunate enough to meet a man that told me I could have anything I wanted. And he asked me if I read anything, and I said, no, I can't read. Now, that wasn't true. I could, not well, but I could. And he said, he said, you know, the secret of the age is all locked up in books, Bob. He said, you should start reading. And he gave me Napoleon Hill's book, Thinking Grow Rich. You know, that was... Um, on the 21st of October, 1961. I've read it every day since then. Wow. On the 21st of October, just past, I started my 60th year of reading the book. Wow. And I've never stopped. And one thing led to another, and everything in my life changed. I, uh, he asked me what I wanted, and I said, all I wanted was some money. I owed everybody. I looked at money. I was earning $4,000 a year, and I owed $6,000. And I didn't own all in one place. I owed 100 here and 200 there. I mean, everywhere I went, I owed the money. And I couldn't pay it. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just I never had enough money to pay it. I owed more than, than I was earning. Yes. And he said, well, that's why you can't win. He says, take that off your mind for a moment. He said, what do you really want? I said, I, was like, I want $25,000. He said, write it on a card. Put the card in your pocket. And... Um, read it every day for the rest of your life until you get it. And so I did. I didn't believe it was going to happen. I thought, this is nonsense. But I believed he believed it. You would have liked him. He's gone now. His name was Ray Stanford. And he said, I'm going to support you if you support you. He said, I'll help you. And he said, you can have anything you want. Well, what the card got me doing, Dr. Willie, is it got me thinking of earning money. Yes. And you'll think, well, weren't you thinking of that before? No, I wasn't. I was thinking of debt. I know now that if you're thinking of debt, you'll never get out of debt. If your goal is to get out of debt, you're going to be in debt forever. Because whatever you think about, you're trapped. And I I started to think about earning money. One day I heard somebody say, there's good money cleaning floors. I said, I'm not proud. I'll clean floors. And I started to clean one office. I got $30 a time for washing, or $15 a time, $30 a month for washing the floor. I washed the floor twice a month. Then I get another office, Kirby's Construction. I get $65 a month for cleaning in. So I was giving myself, there's a 25% increase. I was only earning $400 a month. And it wasn't too long. By the end of the year, I was earning $12,500 a month. In less than five years, Willie, I had, uh, I had spread the cleaning company to, from Toronto 
to Montreal, to Boston, to Cleveland, Atlanta, and London, England. I was earning over a million dollars a year. Wow. And I really had no idea what I was doing. Honestly, didn't have any idea. Wow. I was very irresponsible. I was just throwing money all over the place. I'd go down to Playboy and Park Lane, play Rolanda. I didn't care if I lost because I knew where to get it. And one day, it was like something spoke to me. And they said, you're not being very bright. And I started to think, how did I change? How did my life change so dramatically? No formal education. I had two months high school. No business experience. How did this happen? And I started to analyze everything I'd been doing. I'd been raised to believe if you're going to earn a lot of money, you've got to be really smart. Yeah. I knew I wasn't that smart, but I was earning a lot of money. I was raised to believe if you don't go to school, you can't get a good job. I didn't have a good job. I owned the whole company. So I thought, I wonder if any of the stuff I've been raised to believe is true. It took me nine and a half years. And when I finally figured it all out, nine and a half years later, I made up my mind I was going to teach this for the rest of my life. Now, I had been studying, studying Earl Nightingale's material. I was listening to his records. I had a portable operated record player. In fact, I still have it in the studio. And I'd drive around listening to his records, leave the field, great ideas and selling. And when I decided I was going to spend the rest of my life doing this, I, um, I went and I got a job working with him and Lloyd Cornett. Wow. And I spent five years there. Uh, it was the greatest opportunity, greatest education anybody would ever get. I don't think there's any place where you could get the, oper- the education that I got there now. Um, I think Del Conant was the, they were really the, the foundation of the personal development industry in recorded fashion as we know it today. That's right. That's it right. Rec- it was recorded the strangest secret. That's right. It really started it all off. And let me put a pin there because mm-hmm. you, have, you have talked about two things that I have uh, shared with audiences, shared with my family, and have uh, it changed my life. I was a nightclub singer who got fired, replaced by a karaoke machine because it was more cost-effective for the, the owner. I was broke, busted, disgusted. I was depressed because the only thing I knew to be was a nightclub singer or a singer. A friend of mine gave me two things. He gave me, one, The Strangest Secret on a cassette tape. It was an old Sertron noisy cassette tape. I think it was a recording of a recording of a recording. It was a lot of noise, but I listened to that thing every single day. And he gave me the book, Think and Grow Rich. And I read it. That was the first book I'd ever read from cover to cover. Cause I was the half of the class in high school that made the top half possible, Bob. <laughs> and so I listened to Think and Grow Rich. I mean, I read Think and Grow Rich and I listened to The Strangest Secret every day. And it changed my life. I'm honored that a couple of years ago I was asked to be on the uh, Napoleon Hill Foundation to celebrate Napoleon Hill's impact on the world. And uh, I give the book away now to people. If you go to uh, wjspeaks.com slash gift, I give them a a free digital copy because somebody gave it to me and changed my life. Go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, and it'd be my gift to anybody who wants it because we want to help people. Bob Proctor's here to help you become wealthy. And we're going to come right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure... Your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Afraid of flying, 
This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. It's another great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I want to welcome all of you who are joining me. Uh, if you're just joining, you in for a treat today. Let me tell you, because I've got the one and only, the incredible, the dynamic, incredible Bob Proctor. And Bob is not only a uh, incredible, one of the greatest wealth teachers on the planet but bob is octogenarian he's uh bob you're 80 what are you now 80 what 86 86 and and you have had not only are you a wealth teacher but you've been in the midst of some of the greatest your tutors your tutors your mentors were some of the greatest wealth creators and teachers that the world has ever seen and you were able to sit with them learn from them whether it was earl nightingale whether it was uh bill gove I, both of us had a different bill gove i mean you got all these people who you've been influenced by and impacted by and it has changed your life well, you're telling us your story. You you went to high school a couple years of high. I mean, you got a couple months, I think you said, at high school. You didn't finish high school. You were bu- bumping around, broke, busted, disgusted. And a guy gave you Think and Grow Rich. And you started making more money. And you started making some money. And then you started making more money in a month than you had been making in a year. And then you uh, were spending it because you didn't have the wisdom to go with the money. But then you had a change of thinking, a change of paradigm. And you started shifting. And then you started teaching people how you did it. Keep going with that story, please. Well, you know, you just used a word there that, that really 
triggered everything for me to make another change. I found out that our paradigm really controls us to an enormous degree. I see a paradigm as a multitude of ideas, and they're in control of our life to an enormous degree. Control almost all of our habitual behavior, and almost all of our behavior is habitual. And when uh, I realized why I had changed, I had changed through listening to Earl McGill's recordings and reading this material and listening to other recordings as well, like Bill Gove's. I was listening to Bill Gove's material. And I didn't know whether these people were alive or dead. They were just on a record. They were along playing records. And it was through the repetition of listening to those recordings that I literally shifted my paradigm. Mm. And I think, I think that's a subject that I've been teaching it for a long time. I show people how to change paradigms. Our paradigm really controls our life to an enormous degree. It's a program that's in our subconscious mind. And the people that wrote the code for that program had no idea what the hell they were doing. Wow. They were good people. They were our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, the people we were surrounded by. You see, we're genetically conditioned to be a certain way. That's why we look like our relatives. Right. That's genetic conditioning. Well, then after birth, our subconscious mind just sits wide open like a cup. And we're environmentally conditioned. Yes. Like, I think most people know almost all welfare recipients are third, fourth, fifth generation welfare recipients. Yep. It's, you know, one follows another. In prison, the recidivism rate's up around 85 90%. Yep. 85 to 90% of the people that leave go back. Yes. And it's because they're breeding prison. They're breeding crime in prisons. They're breeding welfare recipients in welfare areas. And not knowing they're doing it, I don't think any of them realize what they're doing, but that conditioning is what stops people. And I found anyone can change when they alter their conditioning, when they understand how to alter it. See, I went into prisons. I I really became sort of a missionary with this material for a long time. I was going into uh, maximum security prison in Canada, Kingston Penitentiary. It's closed now, I guess, like Alcatraz. They closed it. Now, I was going in there once a month um, for about five years. Yes. For a half a day. And I'd speak to anybody that wanted to listen to me. And they didn't like that at first. They said, well, we can't let you do that. There's some people in here you wouldn't want in the room. I said, no, I don't want anybody in the room. They can come. And so finally, we, we had a meeting of minds, and they let anybody come in. And there were some real bad characters come in that room, but I saw them change. And you see, I believe we're all exactly the same. We look different. We sound different. We come from different cultures. Culture is nothing but a paradigm. Right. Culture is nothing but group habit. And that's what a paradigm is. It's habit. Mm. And so I, uh, I studied this like a scientist, and I got to know a lot about it. And so then I decided, I'm just going to teach this. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And that's what I've done. Wow, and I've been uh, I've been at it now since 1961, and I'll stay at it until I die. Wow, I have a uh, wonderful partner, a woman who was a securities attorney, and she came to a seminar I was doing. She was so fascinated with it, she kept coming back. She finally closed her law practice to come into business with me. Wow, and we've been building the Proctor Proctor Gallery Institute now for a long time. 
Is that Sandy and, Gallagher? That's right. Yeah. Yes, I've heard her name. You see, she uh, she merely made a change in the business because she had the financial wisdom for the business, which the business needs if it's going to grow. Right. And and uh, I went. I worked with Earl Nightingale and Lloyd Cornett for five years, and I went to Lloyd Cornett in 1973, late 72, early 73. And I said, Lloyd, we should quit selling cassettes. We should give them the cassettes. We should teach a seminar and give them the cassettes. He looked at me like I'd fallen out of a tree. So we're not going to do that, Bob. He said, we're staying in the cassette business. We'll leave the seminar business to Carnegie. So I knew it was time I left. Because you see, I could sell their programs to anybody uh, that I could get close to because I was very good at it. But they weren't using the programs. People buy these recorded programs and they weren't using them. So I knew they had to be taught. And I left and I sat in a room in Maple on Maplewood Lane in Glenview, Illinois in 1973. And I wrote down that I was going to build a company that operates all over the world. Well, the Proctor Gallagher Institute now operates in 89 countries. Wow. And we uh, do a phenomenal job of teaching people but it's not their intellect that controls their results. Because we have people coming out of school with brilliant degrees, coming out the end of a business card, and their results aren't there. They're very bright. They're smart as hell. But their results don't match their wisdom or their intellect. And that's because the part of our mind that controls our behavior is not the part of the mind that school deals with. Mm. School's getting you to read a book remember what's in the book and repeat what's in the book and you get a degree. Yes. And then they're paying a fortune to get that degree that isn't worth diddly when they leave mm. because they're not taught how to execute what they know. And so I decided I was going to change that. And that's what I've been working at. I've been working at for a long time. You, um, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing in this show. I think you're waking people up. See, we teach people how to earn money. That's right. person knows nothing about money. School doesn't teach us how to earn money. Doesn't teach you anything about that. money. They, they teach you a skill, yeah. but uh, how to. Yeah. Uh, but they don't teach you how to create wealth. No, they don't. You could, you could graduate from Harvard or any of the best, Eaton, Oxford, and not know a thing about earning money. You can have a doctorate's degree in commerce and finance and be broke. The earning of money, looking after it, investing it, is a different thing. Right. You've got to get it before you can invest it. People will teach you how to invest it. Teach them how to earn it. Yes. Don't do that. People historically, as far back as the ancient Babylonians, have had multiple sources of income. They don't have one. They have many. Many well, streams of income. I'm earning money. That's right. Well, I'm sleeping. I'm earning money. Yes. And we teach people how to earn money. And we teach them how to set up multiple sources of income. If your job requires your presence, you don't even have a job or a business. You've got a job. If your business requires your presence, you don't have a business. You have a job. Right. And that's what most people, they get they get mixed up. They quit their job and went to business for themselves. I like the way Gerber put it. He says they're having an entrepreneurial seizure. <laughs> they're, they're, they, just, they just 
got a different boss. And for folks boss, who, if, let me let me put a point there. For folks who don't know who he's talking about, Michael Gerber in the book The E-Myth, which is about the myth about running a business, which I highly recommend people read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Uh, so you're saying they, they, they have a practice sometimes. They don't have a real business. They have a practice. Am I right? That's right. That's right. And they can't leave it. See, if you just, you know, he put it so well. If your business requires your presence, you don't even have a business, you have a job. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't know that. They think they have a business, but the business requires their presence there. That's not a business, that's a job. Yeah. And so I think people have to learn how to build a business. They have to learn how to earn money. Then they have to learn what to do with it. We give a lot of money away. We've been building schools in Africa now for about 10 years. Wow. And we build, a, we build a new school every about every two and a half weeks. And getting a lot of money, millions of dollars. And, but that's what money's for. Money is a magnifier. Magnifier. Money will make you. It is. It'll make you more of what you already are. If you're not a nice person, money will make you a terrible person. If you are a nice person, money's going to make you a nicer person. Money extends the good you can do far beyond your own presence. Right. That's what it's for. It's and a tool. It's a tool for just like uh, a stapler's a tool, a computer's a tool. It is a tool yeah. to help you to achieve some goal, whether it's to be a philanthropist, whether it's be a uh, a person who buys your parents a home. It's a tool, and it's supposed to be used yeah. like a tool. And many people have a mixed up mindset about money. And one of the things I'm trying to do with this show, as well as with my books, is to encourage people to think bigger, bolder, grander, greater about the possibilities for their thinking. I love a quote you said, and we're going to take a break after I give this quote and come right back. You said, uh, you got to dream and think Biff bigger. I love this. He said, uh, Van Gogh said, I dreamed my picture, then I painted my dream. What's your dream, folks? What's the picture you see for your future? We're going to be right back. You're listening to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. I've got a special guest today, Bob Proctor. We want to help you create long-term generational wealth. Stay right here. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. 
Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And y'all know already, if you've been listening, I'm loving this conversation with my good friend now. We we haven't met each other over the years, but we have been uh, knowing each other and each other's work over the years. And we have so many dear friends in common and connected. And so I feel like I've known him forever because we are tracking. We're vibrating on the same level about wealth building. Bob Proctor, the great Bob Proctor, he has uh, impacted people's lives globally, helped create wealth and people who were broke, busted, and disgusted. Uh, you tell the story in one of your programs about your uncle and aunt. I, I'd like you to just take a moment to tell a little bit about that story. Uh, who were broke? They he was working in Toronto, working like a he 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 was just working like a little beaver, trying just to make ends meet, and working overnight. And and they were always behind the eight ball. And one day. You invited them to come, and you said, come to my seminar, and it changed everything. Please give a little bit of that story. Well, yeah, you've got the essence of it. There's a couple of twists in it, though, that are very important. I would drop by their house. It was my mother's or my father's sister and her husband. Now, his sister was his youngest sister and was more like my sister. I mean, she was only a few years older than me. Yes, and anyway, they had a whole house full of kids. So I'd drop by their house periodically and have a cup of coffee with them, talk. It was around Christmas time, and they were running all over the place trying to find uh, credit cards in big stores so they could buy presents for the kids. And uh, Don says, never mind, next year next year it'll be different. And I said, you want to know something, Don? I said, next year it's going to be exactly the same as this year because you never do anything to change. Right. I said, you are really stupid. I said, you should wake up. Now, he got he worked on the other side of the city. He had to take public transportation to get there. I mean, this guy worked hard. He worked as a millwright in a factory. And he had to work overtime every day to make enough just to make ends meet. And uh, he, uh, he got paid every two weeks. So... Three times a year or four times a year, he would get three pays in a month. Yes. They had their budget laid out so that they got two pays in a month. But every now and then they had a third pay. So I talked them into going to a seminar. I was running a seminar. It was run uh, three hours a night on Tuesday nights for eight weeks at the Hyatt Hotel in downtown Toronto. And I made them pay to go. Hmm. If I hadn't made them say they wouldn't have gone. I know they wouldn't have gone. And they wouldn't have gone, anyway, and they would not have appreciated I have a, a statement no. to say, uh, with, without yeah. investment, there's no appreciation. That's so true. Well, anyway, they came to us. They spent all this money. And so they had to keep going because they can't throw the money away. 
And Marge said to me, you know, she said, it was about the third night. I had no idea what you were talking about. Absolutely nothing. You're talking about the mind. and She said, I didn't know what you were talking about. But she said, then you said, what do you want? Mm. Not what do you think your husband wants you to want. Not what the kids want you to want. Not does your wife want. What do you want? And she said, it had been a long time since I thought of what I wanted. And she said, I couldn't think of anything I wanted. And then she said, when I started to think of what I wanted, she said, I couldn't stop writing. Well, you know, they changed their whole life. They ended up, they're both gone now, God bless them. They ended up, they had an estate well over a few million dollars. Wow. They were in their own business. They were in their own business. Um, They had a beautiful place in Florida they would go to in the winter, and they would be at home, of course, in Toronto in the summer. And um, their whole life changed. They learned a little bit about themselves, and they learned something about money. And I think until people learn something about themselves, there's no point in learning something about money if you don't learn something about yourself. I think they go hand in glove. You've got to learn. You've got to learn them, both of them. Right. You have to understand why you're doing what you're doing and why you're not doing what you want to do. Most people never go after what they want because when the want comes to them, they can't see how to get there, so they discard it. I believe wants come from our heart. Okay. I believe our spiritual DNA is perfect. There's perfection within us. And I believe it's God jabbing us in the conscious mind, want this, want that. It's to get us to grow. Goals are not to get. Goals are, goals are for growth. Well, scriptures, growth. look, scripture says, my, my, my degree is in theology and psychology, and, and, and scripture tells us I, I, you should have desires of your heart, and you want to have an abundant life. There's the desires of your heart, but you got to have some desires. you got to have something you want, something you want to achieve, whether it's uh, something for your family, for your children, for your grandchildren, something that yep. moves you, that, that inspires you. Go ahead, Bob. Well, you see, I think when we're reaching for something, we're growing. Yes. A lot of people set goals to get something they already know how to do. They're seeking a goal to get a car. They know how to get a car. They've known how to get cars for years. That's not a goal. You've got to set a goal to do something you've never known how to do. Like when John Kennedy asked Dr. Werner von Braun, what it would it take to build a rocket that would carry a man to the moon? He said, the will to do it. The will see, to the do will it. See, the will, well, the will is a higher faculty. We're the only creature on the planet that's totally disoriented in their environment. All the other little creatures on the planet are completely at home in their environment. They blend in. We don't. We operate by instinct. We don't blend in. We're disoriented because God gave us the ability to create our own environment. We have higher faculties. We have the will, imagination, perception, reason, intuition, and memory. And these higher faculties, we've never been taught how to use them. We've never been taught in school how to use them. We, we live to our senses. We go by what we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Well, that's just feeding from the outside in. We've got to live from the inside out. And if you don't live from the inside out, you're probably not going anywhere. No, not going anywhere and not achieving anything. No, no, nothing. Just, yeah. just bumping around, as Zig, Zig would say, a, 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 a meaningless a, a meanderer. Just going around trying to bump from like a, like in a, a, a one of those games where the, the, the pinball bounces, 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 because you don't know where your goal right. is, what you're trying to achieve. You have no great desire. And you can turn this around. And that's what I love about Bob Proctor and the people we've been bringing on this show who have said, you can do this. I wasn't the brightest pat 
pop for God in the pack. I didn't have to be special. We didn't have a silver spoon put in our mouth. We made a decision. It was the will, just like uh, that uh, 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 program with john f kennedy he said it's the will to decide to do it the will to decide and that's what makes the change well bob uh tell people uh what changed you i mean you wrote the book you read the books you you tried to go on and uh, but it was a mentors it was information it was a desire what do you tell people now that they've got to do that you learn from you know if people would listen to your show every time you're on and i mean that every time Record it if you can't be there. And do exactly what you tell them. Yes. You see, the thing that I had working for me, the man that I met, Ray Stanford, he said, Bob, if you will read this book and do exactly what I tell you. I had never done exactly what anybody told me. <laughs> and he said, if you do exactly what I tell you, you can have anything you want. Yes. Well, you see, if people are to listen to anyone, myself, yourself, that knows what they're talking about, that will give you proper direction. So if a person were, let's suppose a person recorded all your shows, they're going to get nothing but good information and then just play them over and over and over. Play them over so often that you could almost go word for word with whatever's coming through the radio. Yes. That's how you're going to get it into your subconscious mind and that's what's going to change your life. Your behavior has to change. The behavior is controlled by the programming in the subconscious mind. See, I had done that, and I didn't know what I had done. It took me nine years to figure out what I had done. Wow. I had been listening to Earl Nightingale's recordings and to Bill Gove's recordings and Charlie Cullen's recordings, yep. Elmer Wheeler's recordings. These were great speakers of the past, you know, back in the 60s and the 50s. Right. Well, these, they were changing people's lives like you're doing today. And, but they've got to do what you're saying. They don't just listen and say, wow, that was really good, and then go about their business. They're going to stop and say, wait a minute, what the heck is he saying? And then do exactly what they say. Like he told me, he said, you know, Napoleon Hill, Bob, he said, Napoleon Hill spent his whole life studying 500 of the world's most industrious individuals. And he said, he's got it all here in an organized manner. And he said, if you will follow these, the principles in this book, he said, you can have anything you want. Look, I I want to use an object lesson. I want to use an object lesson that I heard from you, and I've done some some research on you as I prepared for this, uh, about your, we talked about your relatives and how they went from broke and trying to pay credit cards just to get Christmas gifts to becoming millionaires. But let's go back to the prison. You, you mentioned that prison and how you'd go in there for a one Saturday a month uh, over and over again, and there was a bad guy in there who didn't even want to come. He was, he was... He was a bad guy, you, and he changed. Yeah. They, the classification officers would not let me go in and talk to just anybody that wanted to come and listen. I said, if you don't let anybody that wants to come and listen, I'm not coming in. I said, if you let them come to the meeting, I'm going to show them how to change their life. Well, he laughed at me. You know? I mean, most of those people working in prisons don't believe you can change people. There's no rehabilitation system. It's a penal system. That's so, right. You know? So at any rate, they finally let this guy in. Now, there was a room full of people, maybe 50, 75, and he would sit on a table at the back, on the edge of the table, and let his legs swing. And he was a big guy. He had been sentenced to 27 years. He had shot a person in a holdup. And if the guy had died, they'd have hung him because they were hanging people in Canada in those days. Wow. And and he got 27 years. He had been in solitary confinement for seven years when I met him. In other words, he he got out of his cell for one hour a day 
for seven years. And he'd come, well, he was laughing at me, you know, and he would make jokes. I'd talk about relaxing, and he'd laugh and say, it's a bunch of crap, you know. I would take in coffee, donuts, and cigarettes. I was baiting the trap. Yes. And and they were coming for the coffee, donuts, and cigarettes. So at any rate, it's 165 miles to Kingston from Toronto. And it's straight highway, no traffic lights. I would drive down that highway. I was scared. I mean, I was scared every time I went down there. I'd gone down for about three or four months, and this guy was in the room just making a joke out of everything. And I thought, if I don't stop this, I might as well quit going there. So I mustered up enough courage, and this one day when he started to act up, I just put down the book or the paper I was working with in the front of the room. I walked to the back, and I was standing right in front of him. And I looked at him, and I said, you've got to be the dumbest bastard I've ever met. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, his face went red. You could see his muscles tighten up. I thought maybe he would kill me. And he could have killed me. He had nothing to lose. Right, right, right. And, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, he started to laugh. And you've got to learn to speak their language. I said, you know, something I can earn it faster than you can steal it. And I said, a half hour from now, I'm going to tell that screw to open the door, and I'm going to go get a nice air-conditioned car and drive home. Nobody's going to stop me. You're going back to a cell. Now, who's the smart guy? Who's the stupid bastard? I can draw the stupid one. Well. Hold that thought. Hold that. you got to hear the rest of this story, folks. We'll be right back. I want you to hear the rest of this story because it's phenomenal, and it's an object lesson how change your thinking You'll change your life, you'll change your future, you'll change your wealth. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And I'm sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. Stay tuned. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. And there's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. 
And so I went and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. you got Dr. Willie Jolly, my special guest, the world-renowned, iconic wealth creator, Bob Proctor. Bob, you were telling a story about the guy in the prison. Please continue. Well, the next week or the next month, I come back. He was sitting in the front row. And if anybody even shuffled their feet, he'd turn and look at them and they stopped. He was like the duty disciplinary officer in my meeting. (laughs) And everybody, everybody paid attention to everything I said. That guy's life was changed. You know, he got out on a special parole. They gave him a special ticket to get out. He had to report to the Toronto Police every week and to the Mounties, the federal police, every month. He had been married while his wife was in there, and he had two boys. While his wife was in there, she had a little girl. Mm. There was a priest, Dr. Bobby Goodat, that he befriended in there, or befriended him, and he set it up. He got his wife back with him. Wow. And I was moving to England. I was going to open an office in England. I went down to the uh, parole office. I was hammering on the desk. I'm telling you, there's something to be said for this because I didn't know what I was doing. And I said, you've got no right keeping this guy on parole. I said, he's the best man I've got, and I want to take him to England. You know, they tore up his parole, and they gave him a passport, and he moved to England. Wow. Now, he's gone now, but he never he never got in trouble again as long as he lived. Wow. And, and he was a real bad actor. I believe we're all the same. I don't think there's bad people. I think there's people that are misinformed. There's people that are confused. There's people that don't know what they're doing. I believe that I believe we're all spiritual beings. And as such, our purpose is to become aware of our oneness with God. So we've always got to keep growing. Absolutely. And if a person doesn't understand that, they can get on the wrong track and they can get lost. That's right. Well, I think it's our responsibility to help them find a way. Yes. And I believe that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And we've turned it into a business, and it's a very successful business. And I love it. I truly love it. It's incredible. Um, It's incredible what you've been able to do. But someone who came from where you came from, Bob, to do what you've been able to do and create wealth, millions of dollars globally. You don't have a business degree. 
you don't have a, uh, a Wharton School of Business background, but you made a decision to change yourself. Yeah. You were willing to invest the time into reading books, listening to audios, going to seminars, sitting in the back of the room till you could get to the front of the room, till you could get onto the stage. And that's what I did. I sat in the back of the room listening to the great speakers till I could get to the front of the room and then take even closer notes and then get to the stage. And so what we're encouraging, you don't have to be on the stage, folks. We just want you to make whatever you do the stage of your life where you can be the star of creating a legacy of wealth for your children's children's great-grandchildren. So they'll know you came this way and why you came this way and what you did when you were here. And that's what Bob Proctor is teaching people to do. Uh, Bob, I ask something of people every time I do an interview. If you went to a college class, a business class of students, and you said, okay, here are the you got us. You got to do this if you're going to be successful. You got to do this. Here are the you got us. What are some of the you got us? You got to have a purpose. Mm. You absolutely have to have a purpose. Your purpose is why you get out of bed in the morning. Your purpose is what keeps you going. Mm. And, you know, people say you have to have a goal. You got to have a purpose before you get the goal. Goal has to be on purpose. I think mm. you have to have a purpose. And then that's why you get out of bed. Then you have to have vision, a vision. That's a long-range view of all the things you want to do, and they've all got to be on purpose. You have to take a bite out of that vision. That's the goal. You see, I think if you haven't got a purpose, nothing else really matters. Nothing else matters. I have people coming to me all the time, and I have over the years, um, offering me great opportunities. You know, they want me to do something with them because they, they really want to bore my name or something, right. and they're offering me all kinds of money to do it. And I used to spend time looking at these things. And one day I realized I was wasting a lot of time. And I thought, I've got to quit wasting my time. So I quit looking at them now. I just take a glance when they start to tell me, if it's not on purpose, I don't, I don't want any part of it. Right. That's right. Everything I do has to be on purpose. My purpose is to wake people up, mm. to live and work in a prosperous environment that encourages productivity and pleasure. Do you know, it's a funny thing. I was in, working in Las Vegas. And uh, Mark Baker Hansen phoned me, yes. and he said, where are you? And I said, I'm in Vegas. He said, I'm in Vegas. And he said, I'm meeting here with, uh, with Les Brown. He said, why don't you come down and have a cup of coffee or something with us? So I went down. He and Les were there, and Les and I have been friends for years. Right. And uh, Les had a lady there. She was a doctor uh, friend of his. Dr. Julie. And we, would talk, we got talking about purpose. That's right. And I said, and she said, what's your purpose? I said, my purpose is to live and work in a prosperous environment that encourages productivity so that we can improve the service we render to our family, our company, our country, and our state, and then the world. And she said, but you don't have any pleasure in there. I thought, damn, she's right. Mm. And I changed that. I can see us sitting in that hotel in Las Vegas, and I can hear her saying that. And my purpose is to live and work in a prosperous environment that encourages productivity and pleasure. I added the pleasure to it that day, sitting with lessons. That, that is, you know what? It should have pleasure. Some pleasure and your pleasure. I was in uh, um, Australia speaking for a group and 
the people who picked me up are going to be my host. And I'll never forget this because what goes right with what you're saying. And I asked them what they do. And they were with a network marketing group. And they said, uh, we are, one said, I'm a heart surgeon. The other one said, I'm a brain surgeon. I said, what? They said, yeah. And you're married? Yeah. And I said, you make a lot of money with that. Yeah, we do. I said, well, why are you in this network marketing company? They said, because we are making money, but we're not enjoying being tied to a pager. We want to spend more time with our pa- family. We want to spend more time with our kids and grandkids. We want well, to own- let, me, let me add something. Yes. To that. Mm-hmm. Let me add something. I'm asked time and time again, like I've been in this business forever. If you, if you were starting over, what would you do? I said, I'd be a network marketing. Mm. Now, I'm not going to stop. I've got a very mature business today. We operate all over the world, so I'm not going to stop it. But I think network marketing, is, if it didn't exist, we should invent it. Right. Because it's an excellent way to set up multiple sources of income. Multiple streams of income. And it's residual. And it's residual. And that's what we want people to get a mindset, which you have said earlier, if you are tied to that business and you only have one stream and that money only comes because you're working, then you are not in a position to have residual income and you need to be thinking wealth generation. And so you and I both have books. I'm somewhere in the world right now. Someone's buying one of my books. We both have other sources and streams because we realize and we're taught. I wish I was smart enough. I wish I would say I was erudite and smart enough to say I had figured it out on my own. No, I got mentors who taught taught me and poured into me and beat me up and said, I'm going to be a mentor. Even if I have to torment you to be your mentor to make you change so you think. So that's what you've been able to do with folks. A couple more things that I want to ask you, Bob. You uh, have made a, a, a history of changing people's thinking. Uh, what are the main things you make the decision to do to change their thinking? We have to find out what they want. If mm. you don't find out what they want, you can't. You can't help a person if you can't find out what they want. You see, if a person's going to change it's not. A, it's, it, it takes a fair amount of energy. Yep. It takes a lot of focus, and it takes a lot of focus because what you're really talking about is changing paradigms. A person can mean that they want to change, and they'll tell you they're going to do it, but a day later they're not doing it. You have to ask why. Paradigms are very deep. They're deeply set in the subconscious mind. That's right. And a person has to really want something very much, and they, when they see they're going after, they're getting what they want, then they will do what they have to do to change the paradigm. But if they don't know what they want, they're not going to change the paradigm. The habit will break down. They just won't do it. Wow. I've been at it too long. I've been doing this now since the 60s. So, I mean, no one will convince me of anything else. different. Like, I've, I've taught this to psychiatrists, psychologists, behavioral scientists all over the world. Paradigm controls our life. It does. And we've got to change it. If we want to change our life, we have to change our paradigm. And if you're going to change the paradigm, it would help if you understood what it was, how it's formed, and then how it can be changed. And that's where that's where my focus was. This is so great, Bob. We, of course, the good interviews, the great interviews, go far too quickly. We're almost at the end. Please tell people where they can reach you or get your materials. I want them to buy everything you got. Please tell them. If they just go to bobproctor.com, they'll find us. Bobproctor.com. Uh, bobproctor.com. Leave another one. We're a little company that started. It's going very well. MSI Connect. MSI Connect. And that's we teach people there how to set up multiple sources of income. But if they just go to BobProctor.com, Proctor Gallagher, but Bob Proctor, they'll find me. I'm all over the internet. 
Well, I want people to go to bobproctor.com, connect with Bob via his material. I've told people over the years that two ways to get to any goal, mentors and mistakes. Both will get you there. One just gets you there quicker. And this is a great time to get a mentor. And you don't have to sit in the same room with him to be mentored by him and his team. So, Bob, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us. I have just totally enjoyed this. I have been blessed by it, and I'm grateful that I can now call you my friend. Well, I was looking forward to meeting you, Dr. Willie, and you certainly do a good job, and it's been a pleasure being on your show with you. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you, folks. Again, I want you to go... Go to BobParker.com and uh, and get his materials. And uh, I'm going to have uh, his, his partner, Sandy, on sometime soon. And I'm going to continue to let you know Les Brown is coming back. We just had Mark Victor Hansen not long ago. He's going to come back. He has a new book. i got a lot of folks he talked about who are going to be on soon. So y'all got to stay connected. Make sure to go to WinWithWillie.com. WinWithWillie.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you can get the free video I send out Monday through Friday. Listen to me here. Listen to me on my podcast on iHeart, C-Suite, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And also, folks, I want you to also follow us on uh, The Marriage Show, jollymarriage.com. Every Monday night, 9 o'clock, you get a half-hour message with me and my bride of uh, 36 years telling how we've been able to be together and not have arguments and to enjoy life. We want to help people to live their best lives. So join us. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop 
to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.